Greetings, friends. I am Louise Eddington. I am the Cosmic Owl of Cosmic Owl Astrology, and I'm a soul astrologer and author of three books, uh, Modern Astrology, The Complete Guide to Astrology, and my newest book, I should have had that to hand, The Complete Guide to Tarot and Astrology. So if you um, have any of my books, I would love for you to leave me reviews. If you don't, you, they're available at all major booksellers. And um, I also offer readings and consultations, that is, and a Venus Enchantment uh, community membership, which is kind of like Patreon with rewards and a couple of calls a month and almost daily video updates and kind of more things, more fun things like that. So today we are going to be looking at the Cancer New Moon. But before I dive into the chart, happy full moon if you're listening today. We've just had the Sagittarius full moon and I did a podcast on that as well. Um, I've also started doing some interviews. So, you know, if you enjoy my videos, then please hit the subscribe button, maybe hit the little bell to get notified when I upload new videos. The, the notifications are really only in, in terms of what you allow on your phone or a little red dot on, on YouTube, so they're not too intrusive. And please give me a thumbs up and maybe leave me a comment or helps YouTube's algorithm so that my videos get higher in the rankings. <laughs> so, and if you're listening on audio, iTunes reviews are always welcome, but it's also available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. So the Cancer New Moon. Okay, the Cancer New Moon will be on June the 29th, 2022 in, um, at 3.52 a.m. British Standard Time. But that is going to be on the 20, June the 28th in many places, including most or including all of the USA. Um, it, um, what time will it be for me in Mountain Time? It will be 8.52 p.m. Mountain Time for me here on Mountain Time, 7.52 p.m. Um, Pacific, and that's 10.52 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you're in Antipodean realms, Australia, New Zealand, um, East Asia, any of those places, uh, World Time Body is a really great site for converting your time zone. But before we look at the Cancer New Moon astrology and numbers, I did pull a card for it. And in the you cannot make this stuff up, I got a lovely cups card. Cups are water and uh, cancer and the moon rules cancer uh, is a water sign. Uh, and so we get the princess of cups, which is mastery of emotional objectivity. Uh, so the Princess of Cups is a portraiture of the emotional mastery that has worked through jealousy, manipulation, seduction and possessiveness. The Princess of Cups has the capacity to offer emotional longevity and loyalty to others, which is the turtle in the seashell, in objective and non-possessive ways. She is emotionally secure, which is the swan coming from the top of her head, and is able to communicate her feelings, desires, and concerns in realistic and meaningful ways. That's represented by the dolphin. 
The crystals on her seashell gown indicate her ability to look at things as they are rather than as she would like them to be. She allows the lotus blossom, blossom to go free, which is a symbol of the trusting part rather than the controlling possessive part. Basically, this entire symbol represents the capacity to, to state feelings objectively and realistically and with a firm conviction not to abandon oneself emotionally. All right. So this is kind of really the symbol of emotional intelligence. And, and this is what we're being really called towards on this new moon. I'm just moving that book out of my way. So um, if you're not looking uh, on YouTube, if you're listening on audio, the Princess of Cups is, is kind of floating up in the air, holding this shell with the, with the turtle in it with the lotus blossom flying free, the swan coming from her head. And birds are, by the way, a sign of mental um, integrity as well. And it's just the most beautiful flowy card. Um, so, you know, we really are being called to emotional integrity in on this new moon. So let's look at the astrology and look at the chart. It has some amazing things and we'll talk about some of the numbers and so on also uh, with this. So I'm just going to get the chart so you can see it. So the, the Cancer New Moon is um, at 7 degrees and 22 minutes of Cancer and we'll be looking at that, the number. It's conjunct Black Moon Lilith, which um, is a point connected with the moon herself and the moon is always out of bounds when the moon is in cancer so this is a very strongly emotional new moon the moon does represent cancer as well and cancer is the sign of protection and family and emotion and it's also the creativity the sign of birth and and so this is a really kind of birthing some new emotional integrity and um, emotional um, strength on this uh, new moon. Now the new moon itself is making several aspects. It's semi-sextile to Venus in Gemini. By the time um, between recording this on June the 14th and June the 29th we will have had the solstice. I'll be doing a separate video for, um, for you on my um, channels for the solstice um, episode. But the semi-sextile to Venus at seven degrees has uh, brings in our relationships. Venus is the esoteric ruler of Gemini. So it's bringing in our um, kind of relationship to all that is, all, um, all that is other. The biggest aspect, apart from the conjunction to Black Moon Lilith, is an almost exact square to Jupiter in Aries. Now, Jupiter's slowing down here. Jupiter will be stationing retrograde, not till, um, I did not mean to do that, uh, not till July the 28th, so quite a ways away from this, but Jupiter is only a degree away from his station point here. So we'll, we'll look at that as well. But this is a cardinal square, so this is, 
very driven, very driven to act in integrity and highest good, okay, with, uh, with the moon in her own sign on this new moon um, in the sign of Cancer, the sign of the moon square to Jupiter, square to aspecting both benefits, actually, a semi-sextile to Venus, kind of saying we've got to make some adjustments to our relationships, our significant relationships, and a square to Jupiter, saying it's time to really kind of live higher truths and highest integrity. Jupiter in Aries is really about um, displaying um, our highest integrity in the I am sense. We, the moon is also in a, a strong trine to Vesta in Pisces. So that's that connection, that devotion to source and to that creative impulse. And it's almost also in an almost exact quincunx to Cariclo at seven degrees Aquarius, who is weaving and, and um, writing a new story for us to live by. So that's the chart. Um, are there other notable things to uh, mention? Yes, Neptune. Neptune stations retrograde the day before this new moon. Now it's not an aspect to the moon, but they're both water signs, both very connected to the muse, to source, to spirit, to intuition, to feelings. And Neptune is the modern ruler of Pisces. And so Neptune is on the station on this. So we're really being asked to tune into our feelings and our intuition on this new moon. And remember the new moon is the dark moon. It's when the moon and the sun are conjunct from our perspective, same place in the sky, and we cannot see the moon. It is no moon really. So it's a very inner space, all right? So uh, I will just stop sharing that and we will dive into some other things to talk about. But before I move on into um, into, you know, the the kind of uh, meat of this, I do want to talk about, I have sponsors for my podcast now, it's very exciting that I have sponsors, so, um, but I'm really excited to present to you this, I've talked about it in one other podcast, but we have Susto, what is Susto? Susto is hair care reimagined, now I cannot tell you how excited I am for this product, now this is clean, vegan, vegan and cruelty free. This is in small recyclable um, packaging as well. And this is powdered shampoo. So shampoo on average is 80% uh, water. And so Susto thought to reimagine and rethink the routine. One bottle of powdered Susto is the equivalent of four bottles of an eight ounce link liquid bottle. Add to that, it's so it's green, it's clean, it's, um, you know, ethical. And add to that, go through to TSA, no liquids. How great is that? And a smaller container. It's just perfect. It's, and it's nice stuff. I've tried it out. You wet your hand, sprinkle it over your hand, not all in one spot, lather it up, 
and wash your hair and it feels really good. Okay, so you get soft, volumized, healthy hair through this. All right. And and so, yeah, it's um, it's a woman owned company as well. It's, uh, as I said, very green, very clean. And they send you a lovely um, clip with it as well. So and it's called Moon Dust Hair Wash. So how perfect is that? Because of, we're on the new moon here. So try it out. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's Susto, S-U-S-T-E-A-U. And um, with my code COSMIC, you get 15% off your first order. So go and give Susto a try using my code COSMIC. And I think you'll love it too. And you'll perhaps never use anything else because um, it's saving the planet well, helping to save the planet, as well as treating your hair nicely. So let's move on to this um, new moon. Let's look at the number seven. So, because this seven is all over this new moon. This new moon's at seven degrees. It's making aspects to several things at seven degrees. Incidentally, Neptune is stationing retrograde at 25 degrees Pisces, plus five is seven so this is seven 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 okay and we'll look at the days in a minute but the number seven um really vibrates or resonates with the vibration of the collective consciousness with faith and spirituality this is the number of spiritual awakenings spiritual awareness spiritual enlightenment spiritual development uh, mysticism intuition and inner knowing so the seven is uh, is really um, it's it's just the most beautiful number to my mind it is the most connected number with the intuition or the collective unconscious or faith spirituality all of those things all right um the seven also relates to understanding of others to the natural healer, natural healing, um, to uh, really inner strength, which is also very cancer because cancer uh, brings its shell down and is, can be very tough. It's known as a soft watery sign, but actually cancer is can be really, uh, you know, quite protective and very strong and very tough as well. So this seven is just quite beautiful on this. This is the number of the spiritual, um, the uh, the psychic, the uh, but um, also discerning and uh, very understanding of others. As I said, it's also the number of deep contemplation. And you know we are in the dark of the moon on this Cancer new moon, so this would be a really good time to spend a little time in. Um, in solitary, if you like, or alone time, doing some deep contemplation and meditation, and just some time in silence. All right, it's uh, the seven is related to the chariot card in the tarot, which is is very much about moving within into one's shell before forward movement. Now, the colours associated with the number seven are violet, purple, and grey. 
um, or violet or purple, you know, kind of those colours, more the greyy colours of violet. So on the new moon, if you want to tune into them, but just know that seven is really a magical vibration and is also the number of um, the esoteric and, um, and seven is a real number of rest, contemplation, sensitivity, sympathy and mastery. So just think of that, all this, you know, energy of the cancer um, coming within in the dark. It's seven is also a number of the Saturn cycle. It's the Saturn quarter. It's a quarter of a Saturn cycle. So it is um, an age of development, okay, of the human life. And um, is there anything else I want to say about the seven? Well, I do. I actually want to say about the 25-7, particularly where Neptune is stationing retrograde, that this is a number of hidden power, secret knowledge, crusade for truth, gain through mastering obstacles, perfection, silence, independence, intuitive and alone time. So it's emphasizing all those things I talked about. Now it's, it, you know, with the sevens kind of expanded by the aspects to Venus and Jupiter or this new moon expanded by the aspects to Venus and Jupiter and Ju Venus and Jupiter being called the benefics in traditional astrology meaning bringing luck, this, this new moon really has an expansive uh, feel to it, but, but one of expanding from the inside out, of going within to really shore up your inner resilience and your inner strength. The, the um, conjunction to Black Moon Lilith is really tapping into our kind of wild self deep down inside and bringing that out and bringing it out into the world in a very strong way over this next lunar cycle that begins on June the 29th or June the 28th, depending where you are. Now then, this is six months and it's 11 days. So 11, 29 is a gateway or it's a 28, yeah, the 10th one in, um, in the US. But it's a six year, so that's six, 23. It's actually a five day um, universally. So there's a lot of change coming on this new moon. Now it's a real, with Neptune changing direction, um, this will mean that we're well into retrograde season. We've got Pluto retrograde, Saturn retrograde, and now Neptune retrograde on this new moon. But we've also, this means they're all lined up around a similar degree. And we have a lot around these 24, 25, 26 and 27 degree marks on this um, new moon. We have Neptune stationing at 25. Saturn will just have moved back to 24 from 25 degrees. We've got Eris and um Eris and Aries, Eris and Mars, sorry, in Aries, conjunct at 24 and 25 degrees Aries. We've also got Pallas Athena at 27 Taurus and in, in um, trying to Pluto. 
And so we've got a lot of towards those end degrees, a lot shifting, a lot about shift, but we are going back and reviewing with three plant, three outer planets now retrograde. We are doing a lot of retrograding and reviewing and revisiting uh, what's happened over the last year, really, or the last uh, few months to before we really move forward at the end of this year. We've got some huge, huge changes coming up um, towards the end of this year and throughout next year. We've got major outer planets starting to change signs. And, and now this, but this new moon has this feeling of stillness. Um, even though Cancer is an initiating sign, it's initiating change in the no moon phase of it, in that very dark with Neptune stationed, we are in there going, all right, there's a lot ending and there's a lot about to begin. We are in, but we are in this kind of limbo space in between of these endings and beginnings where we get the, really get this chance to go deep within to move forward in integrity. And of course, cancer is also the sign of the family and the home and the ancestors. So this, this new moon is really taking us into some deep soul memories, some deep family memories, taking us back to the past so we can learn from mistakes or learn from what was good as well so we can grow and rebirth something amazing when the moon really begins to gain light, all right? Um, after this, the moon moves through Cancer and the sun is moving through Cancer. And one by one, the planets that are in Cancer, so on this new moon, that is the moon, of course, the sun, Black Moon Lilith and Ceres, the Great Mother. All four of those are one by one going to oppose Pluto. And at that point, you know, we've got this major concentration of planets that are, have been on one side of the chart. The chart is going to start to open up. We were in these draconic bowls that I've talked about over and over again. The first one early 2020, the second one, uh, the winter of 2020 into 2021. And then the third one was the winter of 2021 into 2022. And that's when all the planets were trapped by the nodes in what's called a draconic bowl. And I described that as a big alchemical pot of transformation. Now, I just want to, um, for those of you looking on YouTube, I do want to show you quickly still, but um, if you're listening, just trust me. <laughs> Most of the planets, uh, I mean, I, I use some asteroids and uh, some of the dwarf planets, but the major planets are all still trapped on one half of the chart. That's going to change. It's going to change after this lunation. Things are going to start to move towards oppositions with Pluto and then into the empty space of the, of the other side of the chart. And we ourselves are going to open up and grow. We've been in a very subjective place. There's been very few op um, oppositions. So it's very difficult to be objective when everything is so squashed together. But that's because we've been in this time of internal transformation. All right. 
So let me see if there's other things I want to talk about on this chart. So we've had lots, lots of sevens for sure. Um, and um, the Vesta in Pisces is at six, not quite at seven. And we are in a six year, of course. So, um, that, so there's a lot of creative energy here as well. Cancer is a water sign, so it's very emotional and creative. And Pisces, where Neptune's stationing, very, very creative. Now, the quincunx to Cariclo is quite interesting because Cariclo is the grace spinner and she is saying, saying what adjustments do you need to make? So with this uh, quincunx, this is an um, aspect of adjustment. What adju adjustment do you need to make so that you are coming from full emotional integrity to help write the story of the future? of this new paradigm that we're moving into. That's remembering that we are all interconnected. We are all interwoven in each other's lives. No man or no person, I should say, is an island, to quote, I think it was John Donne. Um, <laughs> you know, everything we do, we are the leaf, we are the table, we are the floor, we are each other, we are all intimately connected by atoms and ions and all these good scientific things, whereas I'm not a science scientist. But, you know, all of this that we are, uh, we are alone, we are sovereign, um, everything, nothing I do affects anybody else. Well, this new moon is saying, no, we have to adjust. We have to rewrite our story. That doesn't mean becoming codependent, that, but that is just acknowledging and understanding that all our actions have a reaction and that everything we do and we put out in the world ripples out and affects others. So it's acting with integrity and consideration and love. Cancer is love. Cancer is mother love. Cancer is nurturing. There's a big theme of nurturing in this um, new moon also. Um, how we nurture each other, how we nurture ourselves primarily, first of all, so that we come from a full cup to go back to the princess of cups. <laughs> all right. Woof. So looking at other things that we've got on this new moon, I do want to say that the new moon is widely opposite, or not very widely, but is also opposing uh, Centaur Pholus. Pholus um, is in Capricorn. Pholus has been kind of taking the lid off things quite a bit. So there's going to be, um, and with this new moon being the op opposing Pholus in Capricorn, Bolus is really kind of taking the lid off um, how we emotionally respond to our institutions and the man-made laws and how we respond and, and follow the law or choose not to follow the law or think the laws are not. So it's exposing how the, the law does not work for us um, together, does not nurture us. And so this opposition to Folus in Capricorn is, I think, going to reveal some real and inner truths about um, self-protection, self-nurturance and family and, and then community nurturance as well. So, all right, let me see if there's 
anything else I wanted to say about this astrology chart. You know, if there's one big thing I could say about it before I go on and look at the symbols, I will say that really one major aspect of this new moon is taking some time in aloneness, in stillness, pull your, pull your Cancerian crab-like shell down and make sure that you spend some time alone around this new moon on the night of the 28th or to 29th going depending on where you are and really spending some time in contemplation and sit there and thinking what do I need to birth what do I need to create what am I birthing what have I been working towards what do I really want to bring forth into this world because with that square to Jupiter it's a hugely creative new moon all right but think carefully Back to that emotional integrity. What is it that you really want to create? Okay. All right. So before we go and look at the symbols, I want to look at one last promotion. Okay. So um, I was asked to uh, to tell you about fume. Now I was like, hmm. well, I don't smoke, but I used to. So I stopped smoking in 2005. Wow, that's a long time ago now, 17 years. Best thing I ever did, quitting smoking. I won't say um, um, giving up, I said quitting because I don't feel like I gave anything up. I feel like I gained freedom. Um, but one of the biggest struggles with giving up smoking was habit. The habit of, you know, um, having this, <laughs> putting something in your mouth, kind of this sucking kind of thing. Uh, the, the, just the habits um, and the something to do with your hands was really kind of one of the hardest things when about when I gave up smoking. So I was asked to tell you about this uh, little thing called fume. It's, it's kind of like a little wooden um, cigarette kind of thing. And um, I have given it to a friend to try out because I clearly don't need help quitting after 17 years. But this is designed to help you to replace the habit. This is a natural inhaler designed for a better, safer and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no smoke, no vape and no nicotine replacement for the hand to mouth habit of smoking. So these are handcrafted wooden inhalers and they use these things called cores that you put into it to, uh, to just have something to kind of suck on for that hand to mouth thing. They have various flavors like lemonberry bliss, uh, peppermint, conker with minty notes, um, all kinds of things like that. And anyway, there's thousands of reviews um, for Fume and, and it's been proven that Fume can really help. Um, they've got thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who have tried everything else and this works. For the nicotine replacement, I remember trying that when I was quitting smoking and you were still getting the nicotine. So it was really, really kind of hard. But I gave, so I gave Fume to a friend and they were blown away by how much it helped them. And they are actually got their own now, their own Fume. So whether you're a smoker or an ex-smoker who's still, still struggling with the cravings, 
fume is perfect for you. So head to breathefume.com, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com forward slash cosmic. My code is cosmic for both Susto and fume today. And you will get 10% off your entire um, order of fume with my code cosmic. So give them both a try. Anyway, let's move on to the symbols for this new moon. I'm going to read the Sabian symbol first. So this is a group of rabbits dressed in human clothes, walk as if on parade. And the keynote is the tendency in all forms of life to imitate higher forms as a stimulus to growth. Dane Rudyard wrote, this rather strange symbol points to what is essential in all first attempts at developing con consciousness and furthering and furthering one's growth through association with those who have already reached a super evolutionary or mental level. Every seeker looks for an exemplar. The religious mystic speaks of the imitation of Christ. In Japan, the music student sits in front of his teacher playing an instrument and carefully imitates his every gesture. So he talks about it being at the start of a learning process. I actually love that it's rabbits because cancer, the sign of cancer is the sign of birth and eggs and rabbits are a symbol of birth as well. So anyway, this is the sample of kind of that new birth of learning to grow and to um, really kind of put on the clothing as if you are, as if you already exist so that you copy and imitate, okay, in that learning process. Now the Chandra symbol is a very interesting one. Cancer 8, an alchemical text written on parchment. The code that brings everything together is here remembered and insisted upon. You cannot shake off the authoritative understanding of the higher aspect and its core. You are riveted to the spot inwardly by the story, the myth, the legend. For you believe in the chronicle, the birthright of realization, penetration and return upon spiral. This way of being also calls up wild events and experiences in order both to challenge and to rally your understanding into renewing itself by encompassing what is anything but already cosmically clear. And as you discover how to enjoy and partake in the chaos below and to commune within and heighten the dedication above, the path of always having known these things before will reawaken in a whole other sense and become life-giving life renewing and richly permeating and true. So it's like the, the code that is already written within you. It just has to be kind of remembered and read and taken in and lived and learned and rebirthed, all right? And I will um, send that, uh, I will put this one in the show notes. I'll also put the links to Susto and Fume in the show notes. 
And, and I just want to remind you again of the emotional integrity and emotional and spiritual growth that's contained within this new moon and this new card. I really, uh, and this card, <laughs> I really do think that we are, uh, and I know I've said it before, and, it, and you're like, oh, she always says this, but we, we have been coming out of this intense, intense time of inner turmoil growth transformation both collectively and individually and we are coming out of that time and we are being reborn and we are moving into a time of shifting growth and expansion so we each have to play our part and we can't do that without a lot of self-care self-love spiritual growth spiritual connection to intuition and rebirth. So have a wonderful new moon and look out for my solstice video as well. I'm going to do a video on the solstice chart and I might look at it in a couple of places so that we look at Washington, maybe London as well, and look how different places are going to be affected by the upcoming solstice. For now, with much love, I will see you next time for the uh, Capricorn full moon.